tonight at the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 179, Ascension of the Cybermen. My name is John, and joining me every time I don't even know what's happening anymore is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, uh, again, twice in a season. What? Yeah, right? My goodness. How are oh, you? Oh, boy. I'm, um, I'm well. I'm not as sore as I was this morning. I spent a lot of the weekend uh, working on the axles of the bus. Yes. Um, the engine goes in next weekend. That's what I am most excited for. I know. So ready for it. So ready for it. But the other thing that I am, um, taking in, getting ready for, am ready for, might not really be ready for is this episode. But before we talk about that, how are you doing, my friend? (laughs) I was like, oh no, what, what else is happening right now? Now Um, We're jumping right into the story. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, we got. We now, will try to. We, yeah. How, how no, are you doing? Uh, I am well. Uh, what am I? What have I been up to? Um, this week, I will be interviewing um, a wrestling legend uh, by the name Ooh. of Terry Funk. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of that name. I uh, can't say I have. Um, it's it's um. Yeah, it's through that hashtag show. We are um this weekend. I'm going to. Uh, LAX Fan Fest, which is just a bunch of wrestlers from the uh, past, present, and future. Um, I guess that makes sense for our wrestling or our Doctor Who podcast. But yeah, sure. um, I'm getting prepared for that. We're we're going to be at the convention this Saturday. Um, we're going to be interviewing a lot of people. But the Thursday before that, we have some. We have Terry Funk coming into our new studios. Uh, and I'm uh, I'm pretty nervous. <laughs> I get it. Probably the uh, at least in my fandom the biggest person uh, I've ever interviewed. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, should that should be fun. That's the only thing I really have on my mind besides this episode of Doctor Who. Who boy. Um. Try. Is there anything else that happened this weekend? That I can think of that was that was great. No, I can't. That's it. <laughs> That's it for me. Well, you know something that is coming up this week on Thursday. What's that? St. Duggan's Day. That is true. St. Duggan's Day. And I'm going to be interviewing this? Terry Funk. This is great. Yeah. This coming Thursday is Tom Chadbon's birthday. I'm currently reading the novelization of City of Death. And I... God, I forgot just how much of a delight that story is. It's so fun. I think you, it, it is. You you asked me what my top three classic stories were, right? And I said City of Death was my favorite one. I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't really go wrong with that story. It's just so fun. It is. It's just a and, fun and time. It's, you know, the novelization of James Goss basically Douglas Adamsing it up. Um, oh, yeah. And it's just so good. So good. I am delighting in every moment I'm reading this. So thank you to friends of the show, Anna and Peter, for picking that book up for me in England when they were there. Oh, yes. Um, Gosh. So, yes, this Thursday, February 27th, celebrate St. Duggan's Day. Um, I will definitely be tweeting out some stuff from the podcast account for that. Maybe, maybe if Tom Chadbon goes near Twitter, we'll, we'll get an interview. 
Why has he not? Has he been at a Gallifrey and I just didn't know about it? I don't know. If he has, it's definitely not one I've been to because Lord knows I would be first in line at that autograph. Oh, my, and I would be second. Yeah. And and we would both be like, um, would you come on our podcast, please? Oh, my God. I would love that. I still I still want to see some sort of like, um, you know, uh, religious iconography art of St. Duggan and it needs to be a shirt. And I just I can't draw, but I can see it in my head oh what my it goodness. should look like. And um, it just it needs to happen. I could maybe commission someone to do that. I okay. That would be a great uh podcast to shirt. Oh my god, wouldn't it? Yes. Just I can see like the stained glass and he looks kind of holy, but he's got this, you know, stern look of hard boiled detectiveness and he's probably getting ready to throw a punch and Absolutely. I can see it in my head. Oh, I would love that so much. Yeah. Yeah. That would I be would, great. Yeah. I think we might have to make that happen. I was trying to see if he was on Gallifrey, and I couldn't. I couldn't find it. Oh, I don't well, know. Well, yeah. Taylor, let's get to some who news. Yeah, and then got let's a little bit this time. let's talk for three hours about the ascension of the Cyberman. Oh man, I'll I'll ask Kobe to put some coffee on. Well, yes, please. I yeah, right. Um, bust out the Aeropress. Yeah. Um, late last year, we talked about um, Doctor Who themed uh, bears coming to build a bear. Yes. Um, the Build-A-Bear workshops. And um, I thought they were timing it with the beginning of the season, but I never heard anything until um, earlier this week uh, when the Doctor Who Bears now have finally come yeah. to Build-A-Bear. Um, and I thought at first it was just in the UK because I was just seeing UK prices when um, people were screenshotting it. But it does appear as though they have come to um, American stores and definitely online. Yeah. Um, admittedly, do I need yes one of these? Well, yeah, I probably do. Okay, that answers that. Um, yes. Unfortunately, it's just it's one of those things that probably by the time it comes around to say, I don't know, what's the next thing coming up? Father's Day? Yeah. Will they still have these? I don't know, no, no, but no. I would not turn down a 13th Doctor Build-A-Bear because I think that is awesome. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. I kind of wish there was a 4th Doctor. I would love a 4th Doctor Build-A-Bear because that would be really awesome. Yeah. Um, but there's 13, there's 10, um, there's like a blank one, but they do have two arts, which is the best part. Ooh, yes, they do. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody put that on your wish list yes. or just run out and get one. I would, I mean, that would be, that'd be fun to have in, in house. Yeah. It's just, that's right? a pretty, that's a pretty big deal. I mean, build a bears in like malls all over the place. Exactly. It's good stuff. Exactly. So you thought we might be able to go a week without talking about Gallium. <laughs> no, uh, sir. But no, no, not only do tickets go on sale this coming Saturday, the 29th, Oh boy! At noon, yep. um, but they also have posted their uh, 2020 wrap up, and uh, there's a little bit of news toward the end um, of this post. I'm not going to go over the whole post that I think is worth bringing up and talking about because we had friends who were in six hours worth of line yeah. to uh, uh, get Chris Eccleston's autograph. Um, so one of the things is, you know, this was something new. They were like, look, 
pretty much everybody at this entire convention wanted his autograph. We haven't had that before. Oh, yeah. Um, so we are taking this as a learning opportunity. Um, and so what they are uh, looking at doing is a couple of things. Um, so, so here it is. I found it. Here we go. Sometime later this year, we'll be announcing a virtual queue autograph system for sponsored guests, which should help take a lot of the pressure off uh, and certainly prevent you from spending half a day in line. Uh, we're also moving our photo studio off the convention floor and up to program B. I think that's a great idea. Uh, to remove all that chaotic line management. Um, I, I think that's a smart idea. Yes. I know that where the photo studio is located obviously can be repurposed as the new program B. Yes, absolutely. Um, Cause I think, I think in that section there's walls that can come to, I don't know. Um, I didn't have any photos in this year in there this year. So I, I can't remember, but anyway, my, I think my only concerns thinking about that space up where program B is, is that there is a lot of the food service that comes in and out of that corridor yeah, I think, but the only and it's kind of a small walkway going back there. That's my only concern thinking about it from a logistics standpoint, but I'm sure they're thinking about this. I mean, I, I think they are too, but if you really think about it, that room is pretty big and the, the room that they need to file people in and out mm -hmm. could be um, kept in there. Like, I don't think they, the lot, well, I mean. You know, depending on who they get next year, I don't think right. the line will um, get out the door if they do it properly. Well, and I think between that and, you know, um, maybe if they implement a little bit of virtual queue yes. for that as well, that can help manage it. Um, I just thought it was kind of interesting to uh, uh, see that they're already within days of the convention ending going, okay. Here's our game plan for next year. And I like that. Now, the, the thing I do like about this is, I mean, they Eccleson was the yeah. one who, who, who prompted them to do this. Now, the, for them to take action, because they've said, we've never done anything like this or had a, a response like this before, I feel like next year they might already have somebody lined up. It's certainly possible. Yeah. Um, and I and I think even even if they don't implementing this now, even if let's say next year they run into some hiccups with it, yes, the next time that they have you know they get Tennant, they get Smith, they, whoever they get Capaldi, um, which would really blow the doors off everything. Yes, um, they will at least had a year to kind of like okay, we hit some bugs with the system. Now we've ironed that out. Now we're ready to go. And if yeah. they have someone huge next year, awesome. And we'll see how it goes. It'll be um, it'll be interesting. Changes changes galore. Yes, and not a moment too soon. Nailed it. Right. All the programs. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All the programs on the same floor and the photos upstairs. That will be interesting. Yes, absolutely. It will. Very well. Cool. Lastly, but not leastly. Uh, this time around, um, an article in the Radio Times saying that uh, Chibnall would love to bring back um, maybe Amy and Rory <laughs> or some classic <laughs> companions, um, which I am like 110% on board with because 
as he goes through this. And of course, Chibnall's, you know, he's a fan from back in the day. So oh, he yeah. has lots of, you know, fond memories of classic companions and stuff. But he says, I'd love to see Ace back. Yes. 200% cheering that on. Yes. Um, I seriously plowed through uh, Sophie Aldred's book uh, at childhood's end uh, in less than a week. Oh, the, yes, her adventure I, with I the thirteenth. Yes, yes, I have read it. It's excellent. It's done so well. I highly recommend it. Mm. Um, he says, "I'd love to see Tegan back." Yeah, how cool would that be? That'd be fun. Oh my gosh, that would be great. Uh, and then obviously Amy and Rory. The list goes on, and so um, you know, and he, and he talks about uh, actors who are no longer with us that he would have loved to had back obviously sarah jane yes yes um ian martyr who played harry sullivan yes he's like i would have loved to have him back um and that that'd be really neat <laughs> or at least that would have been really yeah neat. but um boy here's hoping I, I mean look if if chibnall's second season is any indication of the bonkers uh anything can happen uh nature of this show now uh anything can happen and he will make it happen <laughs> I think so. I uh, I feel very. Um, I'm very just on board with his with his storytelling. We, I mean, we got a full season arc basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, granted, some episodes didn't touch on things, but man, this is good stuff. Loved it. it. Is. Love, it love, is. loved it. So, I mean, if he wants to bring bring back anybody you want, bring it. Come on, Duggan, let's do it. Yes. Oh my God! Please have them have them go back to Paris. Have something happen, yes. run into grizzled old Duggan, still the hard-boiled detective, pull him out of retirement. I mean, God, there's just such a perfect story to be had there. Yes. Yes, there is. Ugh. Ugh. All right, Taylor. All righty. Oh, boy. Take a deep breath, everyone. Yep. I'm going to grab some water while you introduce the story. All right. Uh, this week, we watched Ascension of the Cybermen, starring Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor, Bradley Walsh as Graham, and not the Doctor. We'll talk about that later. Yes, Man Dip Kill is Yaz. Tosin Cole is Ryan. Uh, Julie, Gra- uh, Julie Graham as uh, Ravio. <sighs> Heavy sigh on that. Uh, Ian, <laughs> Ian Mick, Mick. Oh, my goodness. Michelini. As Co Sharmus and Patrick O'Kane as Ashad, aka the Lone Cyberman. It was written by Chris Chibnall and directed by Jamie Stone. It first aired February 23rd, 2020, and it is the ninth story of season 12. And we have some story notes that aren't just a bunch of question marks and shrugging. So, Taylor, <laughs> take it away. Oh, boy, there will be lots of question marks and shrugging. Just give us a moment here, folks. The devices that Ryan, Graham, and Yaz set up early in the episode are actually all tools that the Doctor has used to foil the Cybermen in the past. Mm-hmm. Gotta love little callbacks. Yes, drapes, always. Sucker form. Sucker form. Uh, this is the second episode of the 13th Doctor's era to fiddle the... <laughs> to fiddle? Oh. To feature. Oh, yeah. She's, you know what? Oh, she's, fiddler. Spending an episode in Alabama. Oh, interesting. And no, she's going to a crossroads in Georgia. Oh. She will battle the devil on Very the fiddle. Cool. Very cool. There's a there's a big finish idea for you. Yeah, right. Um <laughs> it's a sequel to the Satan Pit, sure. Yes. Uh, but this is the second episode in her era to feature the middle eight section of the theme during the closing credits. The last time was the woman who fell to earth. Okay. 
The Middle Eight. Yes. Interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is actually one of only t- 11 TV stories in which the TARDIS does not appear at all. Interesting. To- yeah. Can you name all the others? I mean, they're right here. Oh, <laughs> that's right. You're looking at the notes as well. Gosh darn it. Mission to the Unknown, Doctor Who and the Silurians, The Mind of Evil, The Demons. Uh, which is still one of my favorites. Yes. The Sea Devils, Santarn Experiment, uh, Genesis of the Daleks, Midnight, The Lie of the Land, and The Women Who Felt Earth. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Taylor. So before we dive into this, uh, we have a world-famous <laughs> synopsis from you, so take it away. Uh, yeah, for once, I'm at a loss. What what did we just see? I mean, I expected cyber and I expected danger and tension and the last of humanity. I did not expect an entire storyline from early 20th century Ireland that would give me more questions than the main story and and this boundary and that ending. We better dive in. Oh my goodness, Taylor. Um uh, my over uh, overall feelings and I I'll, I'll just uh, I messaged you yesterday, I think. Mm-hmm. I said, take minimal notes because we're going to Theory yes. Island and we'll be there for a while. Yes. In fact, I completely restructured my notes to be like, okay, here's the Brendan thread. Here's the Cyber War thread. And I'm putting basically all my notes yes. there I mean, just that, to keep them straight. That's a good call. I think I, I went a little off the rails a little bit, but all of my Brendan notes are under uh, just under him. I don't think I have any other notes that... Uh, live anywhere else uh but let's see here overall feelings uh i loved this i love this season um it's just very cool to get a it's just very exciting to theorize and uh the mystery around the story that we're going to uh find out you know in the finale what what is going on um it's just a lot of fun it's fun to be a doctor who fan it feels very much like the last well at least after yesterday i said this feels like a lost episode yes like i am like i just saw the polar bear and i don't know what's happening <laughs> um and there's a computer clock counting down somewhere and yes just, yeah oh man and there's a teleport I, under the island and that's I, right i don't understand i don't know i so much yeah yes um honestly i don't recall the last time i felt so for lack of a better term lost after an episode i literally i got through that and i'm like i i have no idea where this is going other i mean obviously other than gallifrey but yes other than ground gallifrey yes it's sometimes you can look at a story and go oh i bet you it's gonna do this 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 and you can be pretty darn close yeah I, i i feel like i've been thrown for such a loop that it's like Okay, well, I know we're probably going to be addressing, you know, the timeless child thing. Obviously, the master is back. Obviously, we're going to Gallifrey. Um, but what any of that entails, I have no flipping clue. Now, this the yeah. story was, it was good. Yes, I have some minor nitpicks, but also at the same time, wow. Let's hear the the nitpicky things. I want to hear okay. those. I just like okay. to get them out of the way now. I no, guess. that's that's perfectly fair. Um, Frankly, I found the cyber drones, the flying Cybermen heads kind of silly. <laughs> a I lot of people did. loved him. I get that Chibno loved him. He's like, oh, I really want to do this. And that's great, dude. I'm glad you got to do that. But honestly, they weren't scary at all. 
Um, no, they they didn't look like they were CG'd on all that well. Um, plus, why not take like the design of a Cybermat and tweak it so it's like a flying Cybermat? That would be scary. Yeah, I mean, you know? I'm I'm there with you. I mean, I kind of liked it. Um, I think maybe if they had had some wires hanging out of their hands heads maybe if they didn't look so clean i think oh yeah that would have been that, that would look been a little closer. rougher now there's don't get me wrong there's a ton of the cyber design of so many other things in the story that i just adore oh yeah we'll get to we'll and get we to will it. get to that yeah but in terms of nitpicky stuff these little heads flying around we're like okay that's just that's like some RTD silliness. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. With all love and respect. Yes, absolutely. Cage, but that was kind of silly. Um, really, that was my main nitpick. I just, I, as an observation, I thought it was kind of funny that when they, when they get to this last vestige of humanity, um, in the background, there are what look like perfectly normal, like, you know, high tension wire towers in the background and i'm like okay if we're on some far-flung planet that's some very earth-looking technology yeah they made um every planet we visited during this episode uh they didn't tell us where we were no Um, and and this is obviously a show that lately has loved telling us exactly where we are in big fat bold letters yes Uh, and we didn't get any of that now i wonder um I don't know. I I don't even want to speculate on planets right now. I don't. That's the furthest thing from oh. my memory. I mean, it's, except for the planet Brendan is on, which is uh, clearly Gallifrey. Uh, but oh, oh, really? Because I I <laughs> that's funny because um, uh, uh, my friend uh, Rob uh, Rob Brayer, who uh, was at Galley, uh, does a really really good Savalom Glitz. Oh, cosplay. Yeah. Um, like like right down to the uh the 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 shaved sideburns oh that's great the little lines i know it's it's pretty impressive um he was actually tweeting with me this evening and was like i I think i think the whole brendan storyline takes place on mondas i'm like wait what oh so you think he's the lone lone cyberman i don't even know about that um and i'm not saying that i'm purporting that Right, right, right 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 um i have i have my own I have my own wacky thoughts that we'll get to. Yeah, I'm really excited to get to uh, to get to Theory Island, which I think might need its own theme here if we yes. continue to just uh, theorize yes. throughout. But um, we'll tweak the Gilligan's Island theme. Yes, uh, we get a cold open again, which I, I yes. love that we were so angry that the cold open seemingly went away, but now they have come back uh, at full force, and this one was fantastic. Yes, going through the the Cyberman's eye into the credits. Yes, uh, I loved that. That was amazing. And the, I mean, you know the, what this means, though. We will get to the the end of Doctor Who, and it'll turn out it'll have all have taken place inside the Cyberman's head. Oh wow! The entire interesting run just of a, the show, yeah. is just stuck in this little Cyberman's head. Well, he has the uh, what is it the the Silurium Siberium. Siberium. So, I mean, it feels like he knows everything. So he could technically tell the entire story. Good happens. Interesting. I'm not ready for that. No, no, no <laughs> one is ready for that. Um, I so the second time through, and I feel like I did this with um with our zero with the Ruth episode. 
Yes. I fine combed this thing, and I was in full look into every decision they made when mm-hmm. filming this. Um, I I was looking at people's facial expressions. I was mm-hmm. uh, uh, noticing what they would cut to immediately after something. Yes. Um, so for me, I one of the first things I noticed was when uh, the doctor introduces herself to our survivors. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have her as lady survivor, and uh, pardon me, I was just trying to take notes as quickly as possible. Uh, Ravio, Julia, mm-hmm. Julie Graham, she mm-hmm. looks kind of shocked that um, this person has introduced themselves uh, as the doctor, uh, mm-hmm. immediately lowers her gun. Uh, there's no, like, you know... I thought that was interesting. Hmm. Okay. Um. I I will say this is just a general note. I love that they they uh they tricked us with Ryan. It looked like he was gonna get he was in like a conversion thing, but it ended up being the controls. Yes. Still that yes, they. Yes, did. Yes. I loved that. I was like, because he gets left behind, and I'm like, here we go. Uh huh. Here we go. And then the doctor finds him. I was like, oh, okay. I I, I will I will say this about. Well, I'll say this about the the like ship controls. I like that. Yes, it's it's a little Pacific Rim, but I'm that's cool what that. it is. Yes, we were you trying to remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also would have been happy with you know ginormous kaiju sized Cybermen that were being piloted that way. Oh, don't put that in Chibnall's mind. That might happen. I'd love so many things I'd love to put in Chibnall's mind, um, <laughs> but. Um, I um I really feel like we are watching Ryan um get to a point where he's like, look, I can't do this. I need I need to leave. Yeah, he's I, assuming he survives next week. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, that's a whole that's a whole nother thing. I know. Don't know, know how don't know how that's he, gonna go, but the fact that he's separated and we've got Graham and Yaz together and they are doing their best to keep hope alive and, and work as a team and all that. I feel like it is setting things up for Ryan to be like, okay, look, I I just can't do this anymore. Right. And for Yaz to go with the master. (laughs) (laughs) You never know. You never know. Right, Right now. I would say literally anything could happen yeah anything like at this point yeah anything could indeed uh happen uh i'm trying to think of anything else uh that i just overall oh i love the lone cyberman and the doctor conversation where she basically says you're all crazy because you want to be a full cyberman but you're human and you have the emotions and he's like yeah you're right (laughs) (laughs) and she's like like, but oh oh she's like oh well yeah. yeah, I like that. That was good. That was good. The whole, like, I should be billing you for therapy. Yes. Um, um, what else? What else was I going to say? Oh, oh, the we've been stranded. In, just all the callbacks to this mm-hmm. series was great. Um, and you mentioned all in the in the story notes, all the uh, the past ways the doctor has defeated the Cybermen. I love that. They're like. What does this do? Oh, well, this is what it does. What does this do? Oh, this is what it does. Yeah, yes. it'll help us. And yes. then it is all destroyed immediately. Yes. I like that. I think that was just like, oh, okay. That just shows mm-hmm. the uh, the power of the cyber race. 
Yeah, definitely. Power. <laughs> that's right. Thank uh, you, David Banks. That's excellent. Yeah, I love that. That's uh, brought to you by uh, Taylor pulled that for us. I love it. I could spend my life just pulling sound bites out of Doctor Who. <laughs> Don't let me do that. I will not. I won't. I will never see my family again at that rate. <laughs> just pulling <laughs> clips. You'll just be pulling clips and putting together like conversations you would have with them, which is clips of Doctor Who. Oh God, I probably would. Oh man, yikes! Um, yeah, right. Um, I want to talk about, like I said, I, I want to get to Theory Island, but I think it would be, um, we would be, is it remiss to not yes. talk about the music? Uh, you, we would be remiss not to talk about the music because uh, I love the music this episode. Uh, Cyberman industrial music is my new favorite piece of doctor who uh music absolutely this <laughs> is some just kind of industrial like trent reznor ish yeah man kind of theme and um yeah i am here for it funny how i said remember i said man i would love for trent reznor and atticus ross to that's right i think i said that uh, at the beginning of the season i was like i would I love that right. that would be so cool and uh i mean this is probably as close as we're gonna get Mm-hmm. I loved it. And the music, it's, uh, I actually listened, uh, and I'll get to this a little later when we talk about uh, Brendan a little bit, mm-hmm. but I I listened to, I listened, I watched this with headphones on for the first time in a while. And I, uh, it ha- makes a difference. It does, is especially because I noticed something that was happening in the background when we find oh. Brendan, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but the, even the music in all of, in all the Brendan scenes. Yes, very you know, I, very Irish, very very, very very Ireland. Loved it. Yes, lots of strings. I have no notes for directing costume. Here we go. Let's talk about some costumes, shall we? Oh my gosh the the look of the Cyber Warriors, for example. Okay, the Cyber Warriors. What a great um, hybrid of old and new Cybermen design. It, love it. Love it. This love is it. this is fantastic. Yep whoever i mean man just hats off i love it's the warrior class they're being called mm-hmm. i love it i just like every time i see a picture of it i'm like yes this is what it should have been in the first place not that there's anything wrong with our new newer modeled uh cybermen but this is just it looks so much weirder yeah and creepier yes and i like it we get that touch of classic to it, and um, yeah, it's good yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Um, and I mean, speaking of just, all, any of my notes on costume is about Cybermen, uh, the lone Cyberman, and uh, his two henchmen. Uh, they look way cooler in the light. Mm-hmm. They got like that rusted metal thing going on. Uh, I mean, in last week's episode, the lone Cyberman, he was in a lot of blue lighting. So it's kind of hard to get the details of his costume, but he was out in the day walking about murdering people, and he looked yep. pretty cool. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm telling you, every time Brendan was on the screen, I was looking for stuff. I, every time he was in a uniform, I was looking for stuff. Mm-hmm. Nothing. They did a very good job. I, that's just an overall thing of, like, we don't know where or when brendan's storyline takes place i mean i think i have a feeling but they did a very good job i do too but we'll i think we'll kind of we'll separate into the 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 two different islands in the the theory um archipelago yes 
Sure. Is that what it's called? Sure. All right. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Um, we talked about the cyber drones. Um, the town in the very beginning where we have our survivors. Oh, yes, yes, yes. In basically a rock quarry, kind of. <laughs> Got, love a good a rock bit. quarry. Uh, we get look- a better one next week, I think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh it looked fantastic as usual. Um looked very lived in, looked very battled in. Mm-hmm. Really liked it. All the behind the scenes stuff. I don't know if you've seen any of them like running around and doing stuff. Yeah, I saw that this morning. Yeah. Very cool. Very mm-hmm. very cool. Loved it. Um I uh do you have anything anything else before we just in general oh, stuff um um the the cyber ships love the look of them. Oh my goodness! Uh, not, not just the fighters, but the the big the like big war one. Yeah, man. And boy, when they were inside that, did I get some Earth Shock vibes? Yes. Oh my big God. ship from that that yeah, story. Man. Yes, like, that was great. Um, the warp speed effect. Yes, very you cool. Know, just I love the look of that. Um, All the interfaces on the cyber ships were very oh, cool yeah, as well. Those were really neat. Those love, were really love, love. neat. Um, I, I even liked the the grav raft design. Oh, you mean the like, very um the very um the shape what is it a hexagon? Yeah, the kind of hexagon hmm. and the fact that it kind of like rotated a bit inside yeah. Interesting. and I don't know, it almost kind of looked like a like a like a like a bad carnival ride. Hmm. In some ways, right? I, I mean, where, I know where you're going with that. Right. I mean, it also I has like maybe. a its power maybe. source is in the middle of the ship. That's weird. Oh, oh, that's strange. Dang. <laughs> Did you God. think about that, or are you just playing? No, along? I'm literally just thinking about it. Oh, now. okay. <laughs> God. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. oh, very, very interesting. <sighs> Everything is going change uh man all right Uh, where do we want to go do we want to go cyber route or do we want to go brendan route here Jeez, i the whole brendan thread i have got more questions and observations about so maybe let's tackle the cyber war thread first okay and then do the brendan thread yeah we can do that save the juicier stuff for yeah later in the meal that sounds good so we we land on a planet we're going to help out these uh, seven. And at first, when when she said there's only seven, I said, well, I count seven. Where where are these? Uh, where's this baby and this family and that other guy? <laughs> I thought we were in the same place, which oh, I think they oh. they made you. That was something they made you want to think. If, if they were trying that with me, they failed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it totally struck me as two separate things. After... After I realized, uh, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, so we're helping these people, not really working out. We get separated. It's um, Graham and Yaz go uh, into uh, this ship, which we will just call it a ship, uh, with with Ra- Ravio and um, a couple of others. Um, Yed Larmy. Yes. Who is the dude? Um, whose name I swear I'm like this this has got to be an anagram right oh yeah 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 that was one thing I remember that honestly ran it through an anagram generator and uh, didn't come up with anything meaningful <laughs> um, and I think the the 
other girl. Her name is Bescott. That's an interesting name. That is an interesting name. I don't think it like rearranges to anything. Okay. All right. So putting that out there. So, um, and then it's Ryan, um, the the doctor, and I cannot Ethan. go ahead. Ethan. Oh, of course. Like a, just an easy name, Ethan. Ethan. Yes. Oh no, Taylor. What? Ethan from Lost. Oh dear. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. Oh no. Um. So they are. They stay behind. Um. And then they steal a cyber ship. There was a couple of things that were interesting about um, about that. Um, like what? So he knows how to how to you know um, hack the hi- the cyber ship. Hotwire hotwire the uh, the hyperdrive. Yes, he also. Which, I love the doctor's line about you know doing it as a teenager on weekends, but yes, you know back home they didn't have teenagers or weekends. Yes, uh, which is also a very interesting comment. They didn't have teenagers. Interesting. Oh, oh yeah, because oh god, long girl. <laughs> oh, why don't I have a button where I can just make a bleep sound? Because I am so ready to swear. You're right. They didn't. Oh my god. Oh my god, Chibnall. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they didn't have t- they didn't have teenagers, but also, uh, no, I mean, didn't. I know we're not seeping in over there, but uh, uh, Brendan, he was a teenager at one point. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Moving right along, I also didn't see any. No, we'll get there. We'll get there. Never mind. Um, he he also says, "Who are you calling kid?" Which I mean is probably just me, you know, reading too far into everything. Um, but I did find that interesting. Who are you calling a kid? Yeah, I don't know. I I I think that's more just kind of Ryan coming to the situation, going, "Oh, look how young he is. You know, I'm all worldly and experienced." Yeah. Um, and and making assumptions. Mm-hmm. I think it's Absolutely. more that. Yeah. Um. So our ship, which is um, we will not call it TARDIS. <laughs> uh, kind of gets caught in a a Cyberman uh floating graveyard. Pretty much. And then they uh they propel themselves towards the ship. I will say uh Yaz and Graham, especially Graham, I, I think Chibs had a lot of fun writing Graham this episode. Yeah. He seemed definitely. to be on one this entire episode. And by on one I mean he was just like, Yep, uh, we're traveling in space, we gotta get this done. I think this is maybe a might be a little coping mechanism because he doesn't know where Ryan is. It could be. And yeah, I, that's a good point. I feel like this might be the longest he has been away from in the, in a most dire situation, I feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it could he his swag is uh at 100. He is definitely keeping it 100. Uh, there you go. Nice. But uh yeah, um the, there was an, another weird weird thing with Graham and Yaz where she says you've come a long way, Graham O'Brien. Mhm. And that felt really weird to me. I, how did you feel about that? Um, honestly, I I just thought. I mean, look at how he was at the beginning of season eleven. Well, listen to aliens oh, yeah. in Sheffield. You know, yeah. that he was. Um, you know, anywhere they'd go, he'd be like, "Can we stop and get a snack?" <laughs> yes, very true. Oh, here, here's my sandwich in my pocket without a wrapping of any kind. That's yeah. Gross. Um. 
I'm also a Virgo. Hi, neat freak. How are you? <laughs> um, so I think he has over the past two seasons now um, come a long way. You know, he's yeah. not. Oh, God, why are we doing this? Wait, I have to run. Now he's like, I can. I he's can leading this. it. Charge, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He and yes, both. Yes, absolutely. Both of them are. Um, since we're on the subject of Graham, yes, I want to talk about uh, a theory that I saw out there that is probably, um, I'm gonna try and be nice when I say this. Um, I feel like you have to. Okay, it's probably one of the worst theories I've ever heard in the history of Doctor Who. <laughs> um, someone said, Oh my god, Graham is the doctor. And people were like, why? And he goes, because of this. And when um, it's it's Rabio and uh, and Graham, and she says something about him being normal or strange. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She says that he's strange. And he goes, I'm the, the I'm the most I'm the most uh, normal person you'll ever meet. And he goes, he was about to say, I'm the doctor. And someone said, well, maybe he was just stammering. And the guy replied, they would have done the takeover. And I, and I, <laughs> um, oh. and I'm like, okay, dude, uh, just have a seat and put yourself on mute for a little while because that yep. is the dumbest thing, uh, I think I've ever heard. Uh, it would be, you know, that sounds like somebody who's like, please, please let the doctor actually be a white guy again. Yes. Um, so, I mean, uh, take your theory, uh, fold it up, and sit on it, mm-hmm. and then don't ever get up and come into this conversation again. Uh, just very dumb, um, you know, I guess because now we, it's like anybody could be the doctor at this point, but I feel well, like... I, I, w- I will say this. I think it is very cute that he and Ravio were kind of flirting. Yes. I, I thought that was really kind of cute. I did, too. Until um, something I saw, and we will talk about that a little later. Oh, boy. Um, I still think it's cute, but at the same time, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I man get it. Dip, um, man dip, man dip. We'll get to that. But let's let's also reference, because on the grav raft that you think may be Gallifreyan. Yes. Um, they they are talking about getting to Kosharmas, which... Kosharmas. As far as we know at this place, at this point, I'm sorry, is a place. Yes. Uh, don't, don't squeeze the Kosharmas, right? No, um, do not. <laughs> and they're talking about the boundary. Yes. Um, and how the boundary patterns are never the same way twice. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lie. <laughs> um, I You know, it's funny. I, I would almost venture a guess to say that the uh, boundary can kind of read whoever walks up to it. So it kind of takes you where you want to go, maybe instead of taking taking you where you need to go, like the TARDIS does. Right now, granted, I can base that only on one person walking up to it, and that's the Doctor. Yes, that is the only person we have actually seen walk up to it, and and it it does its little light show, which looks a little bit like another light show that we've seen. Yes, it does. Uh, I guess we could we can mention that in the Doctor's flashbacks or flash forwards, or we don't know when now. Uh, don't give me on the flash sideways. This is not lost. No, 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 no. Um, we get, um, uh, in the, whenever the Timeless Child is mentioned, we see the building, mm-hmm. and we see um, above it, you can see kind of a purple storm 
And um, that's basically what the boundary is. So sure, it looks like it. It indeed does look like it. Um, so I mean, we will see. And that is correct. We've only seen the doctor go through. Now, one thing that I find very interesting is the master was just hanging out right there. Oh, the master's back, everyone. I don't know if we mentioned that. <laughs> and it was great. I I went, ha! And he had a great line. I Man, I just adore him. He is the best. I know. I do, too. He did a... Um... He did a, a Twitter Q&A yep, I saw some of that today, and I've got like the first tweet of it bookmarked, and I need to come back to it, and I just want to watch all of them. Yeah, he gives some great um, – he does say in that Twitter thing, which I was like, oh, here we go. Uh, someone said if you were to um, interact with – if your version of the master was to interact with any other version of the doctor other than Jody, who mm-hmm. would it be? And he said, well, 100% all the time it's Jody, but – if I had to answer, it would be Matt Smith. Oh, oh, interesting. Who did not have a master. That's true. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I could see that. So, like that. yes, that would be interesting. Um, um, yeah, so I, I do find it puzzling that the, do- that the master was just hanging there the entire time, right? There's so many things that... I mean, even even when Kusharmis is like, oh, I've never seen it look like that before. Yes. Well, do you mean the boundary or do you mean Gallifrey? Ah, uh, yes. Very interesting, Taylor, that you also picked up on that. Because when he said that, that was the first thing I thought of is, what does he mean he's never seen it look like that before? I hate when people use vague antecedents. Yes. Because, I mean, he's been there the entire time. And he, I believe he doesn't mention that it 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 is different every time he just no that is uh ravio that mentions that correct and i i was like well she's only heard that i think um so how would she know that for a fact honestly just hearsay yeah so um yeah i've never seen it look like that before very interesting um, from our guardian of the the boundary. So let's let's play a little A B here. Um, can ooh, I can never remember. Can time lords sense each other? I this is something you and I go through seemingly all the time, <laughs> right? And I feel like I'm the one that usually asks the question. Yeah. So I'm what I'm trying to figure out is. Is Kosharmus a Time Lord? Um, be one, let's put it that way. The 11th Doctor slightly amends what was said earlier in the Doctor's life, saying he could only sense if there were other Time Lords in the universe. Why can't the Doctor sense right other... Why can't the Doctor sense other Time Lords? I don't know. This is too, this is too much. Yeah, okay. Well, can I, can I throw out another Blonkers theory since we're here on the island? Yes. What if Kosharmus is Brendan? Okay, so this is what I wanted to talk to you about because I cannot, and I was just, this was going to be my opening question. Who is the actor that plays the older Brendan? Oh, um, because like at retirement age? Yes. I don't know. Because I can't find anywhere where it says older Brendan in a, in IMDb and anywhere. No one has him listed as 
like who who is that actor? And I even was like tried to do like who is the older guy who plays Brendan Doctor Who, and nothing came up. So well, could it could it just be really good makeup? Are you saying because I think that Brendan and um I think they are one and the same, Koshamas. I think I think they you think are, is Brendan. I do, but I couldn't tell because he was clean shaven. Um and who knows what they did? Like I couldn't tell if it was the same actor. I don't think it was, right? Uh, I I don't think it was. No. So, do I think? No, I, I think literally the shape of the face is a little bit different. Yeah, I think it is too. So do do I think Brendan is uh kosher? I thought they were. Now I'm not completely sure. Okay. Um, I am fine with them being the same person. Um, but I I don't think. Koshamus is his given name. We'll get well, to it. We'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> um, should we should we open up a a box of Lucky Charmus cereal? <laughs> I mean, uh, is there anything else on the cyber side that we want that we would like to address? I know there was one other thing that people are talking about, and they thought it was very interesting hmm. that um, seemingly uh, Ravio could open the doors in the cyber ship. Uh, well, just just like by proximity, by touching, like she goes to touch the cyber. Uh, when we first see the the cyber oh, warrior, you know what? You know, yeah. Well, yes, but at the same time, the power was coming also, on. Yeah, we also see Yedlarmi touching a bunch of stuff. Yes, and turning stuff on. Yeah, so I think this is just touch based. It you don't have to be a yeah. cyberman to to open it. Yeah, I mean, there. I, I don't. I don't think that's yeah. I think they're really thinking like, look, we're the only people that are going to be touching this. Anyone that comes on here will soon be able to open it because they will be a Cyberman. <laughs> there you go. I will say this: um, the um, and maybe I should have talked about this earlier, but I'm going to mention it now because I've got it in my in my Cyber War thread. Um, making the Cyber Warriors scream. Oh, yes. What was that God. about? Because what? Seemingly, he only did that to a couple of them. Well, yes, but are you going to sit there like it's the Daleks' master plan and watch everyone jump over the chasm? Are you going to watch him do that to ten thousand Cybermen? Right, but um, I mean, like, I feel like if 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 that was to happen, it would have they would have had a lot of time to escape. Yes, no, and I agree with that. So maybe. Was this a was this like a I'm in charge thing? It could be expressing its its dominance. Maybe um, it it could just be like, look, I I need my elite guard because uh, I've just got these two semi rusty guys. Yes, as the American pickers would say, they got a nice patina to them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't I wouldn't venture a guess on what they're worth because. Frank and uh, Mike would last very long. They'd be cyber converted. Oh my goodness! Um, yeah, we're just hitting all the TV shows. <laughs> God help me. Um, I don't know, but it was terrifying. Yeah, it was, and I just I didn't understand at first. I was like, oh, he he truly wants to be the lone Cyberman. I think I thought he was going to take he and his guards were going to kill all of these people. All, I'm oh. sorry, all of these Cybermen. And then he was probably going to off his two guards and then be like, I am truly the last of my kind. I, I am the, you know, I am better, faster, stronger. 
I don't know. <laughs> Smarter. I really, I just, we just need his two bodyguards just to be the dudes from Daft Punk. Yes. That'd That's what cool. we need. That'd be fun. Maybe the glowing helmets. Oh my God. That'd be great. Uh, yeah. yeah I'm, seriously, if, if I had a better physique for a Cyberman, I would do like the Cyberman outfit with one of the Daft Punk helmets. And That'd be find cool. A to be the other one. And that would be the, the raddest cosplay. That would be so fun. Um, so chubby. Um, are we are we thinking before we jump on over to Bre- Brendan land here? Are you <laughs> thinking that I know one theory that is being bounced around is that um, one of uh, the lone Cyberman is Brendan, um, which might explain why. Well, there but then, you know, there's some uh, you can counteract that by going. Um, Brendan was shot and fell off of a cliff, but there were no marks. How are they going to cyber convert him? Well, yeah. And there are some other things from that cliff scene that I I will need to talk about and try and make sense of. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think... I mean, he, whatever that doctor, whatever the doctor threw at the lone Cyberman and it exploded, it did no damage to him. No, knocked him against the wall and that was it. That was it. No, no effects. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Um, but if you want to head on over to, uh, to Ireland, we can do that. Yeah. Let's, let's switch gears and, and enter the Irish Superman story. Yes, my uh, so I, I have my Brendan notes here. Um, his dad, who I believe his name is Patrick, I believe so. Uh, a, a good Irish name is going for a jaunty stroll on his bicycle, mm-hmm. uh, and he finds a baby in the middle of the road. No note. No note in a basket. Yeah. So. I was watching this, as I said, watching this with uh, with headphones on, mm-hmm. and the entire time they are in the house uh, with baby Brendan, you can hear a clock ticking in the background, and it's okay. not just for a scene. It's that entire time they are in the house. It is there. It is. It is. It's buried a little bit, but there is a ticking going on in this scene. So we we clearly have a theme of time. Yes. Going. Um, Another thing I have a note here. Interesting that we don't see any other children, right? He gets ready to go to school, but that's it. I don't see any other people in this town that have children. Oh, God, you're right. There are no kids anywhere. There's no teenagers anywhere. He's the only one. Okay, okay, so... See, I told you this. This is the juicier part of the story. It is absolutely. It really is because when, when the uh, when the police sergeant is around, and I'm assuming it's a sergeant. I don't know his rank. He could be a captain. I don't care. Um, when he the could be a do, lord of somewhere. He, sure, he <laughs> could be a cop lord. Yeah. Um, anyway, the the mother. I say mother's reaction, the wife's reaction um, to looking after this baby um, when she looks so hopefully. And I don't I don't think we get her name at all. But when uh, when she looks at Patrick and she gets so hopeful, 
Like, yeah, that that is the look of someone who can't have kids. Interesting. And and given all those screenshots or well, yeah, of Lung Barrow that I tortured you with. Oh, this was not torture. This was okay training fair. for the next Thank episode. Um, I I looked at that reaction on a second viewing, and I went, "Oh my god, she's clearly Gallifreyan post Pythia." Yep. Like post that whole curse, you guys can't have kids anymore. The whole race can't have kids anymore, and so now here's this couple magically blessed with a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm. I'm going to, and I'm literally like struggling to get these words out right now, but I am going to say right now that Brendan is the timeless child or one of a set of timeless children, because obviously next week's episode is plural. So eh, take, it, take it for what you will. Yes. Um. So, I mean, another thing that is just very interesting about our surroundings is Obviously, we don't see any children. Um, right. He wants to join the teenagers. The, no weekends. Nothing. Well, we don't. We don't know about the weekends. No, there are no. There are no, no babies. There's no. No one else has a baby. He gets ready for school. We do not see him go to school. But then, why does he get dressed up to go to school? If there are no other children, why would you have a school? I mean, he it, he could be the only one in that classroom. Then homeschool him, um, and, and well, I mean, if they homeschool, if they homeschool the academy, yeah. Well, if they homeschooled him, then we would. It would probably be like, why are they homeschooling him? I think they wanted to give the impression that this is until you know the very end. No, I, I totally get it. And even when he is running toward, I'm just going to say his mother, um, because they do adopt him. Oh, the, yes, it's almost like they. Why uh, would you? Where would you get adoption papers? I don't know, man. I'm I don't cool. think they were adoption papers. What do you think they were? I think they uh, were initiating him into uh, their house. Uh, oh, oh. That is, um, you know what, Taylor? Second Roch, uh, I went, why do they need adoption papers? Like, was the state going to take him? I don't think so. It didn't really seem like it. He was... Mm. Yes. Mm. Okay, mm. fair. But like when he was when he was running at her and he's holding like a toy plane. Like I try to look really closely to see it. Like, Ooh. is that literally just like does that look like a plane from that point in history? I didn't I didn't take a look at the plane. I was it, I, I couldn't like really slow it down or go frame by frame or anything, but it it just looked like a plane. I really couldn't I didn't, it's not like it was like, oh, look, it's a it's a toy landing shuttle or anything. It, it just it looked like a plane. Well, Taylor, maybe the Gallifreyans hadn't uh, gotten the uh, time travel technology yet. Maybe this was phase one. Dude, it's right now. <laughs> right now, it is flipping possible. Um, I mean, look at look at look at uh, um, the episode. Listen, and we see the doctor, and they're on a farm. Yep, they're on this 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 old timey looking farm there's no reason why part of gallifrey couldn't look like ireland especially because i mean if you really think, think about it, it leela who heard the word gallifrey and said isn't that in ireland yeah if you think or about it like that. i forget if you think about it how many it's places have we it. seen on gallifrey we've seen the city yep we've seen uh, the abandoned uh, where the big button is. Oh yes, yes. 
the moment, sorry. The moment. And we've seen um, that town that um, in Hellbent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's about it, right? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, Gallifrey for us has always been portrayed as a a desert, no grass, no nothing. Yep, orange skies, silver trees, that kind of stuff. And you know what? I mean, if you think about it, that's just one side of the planet, baby. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the other, what the rest of Gallifrey looks like. To us, Gallifrey is, you know, it's a planet, but we've never even really seen the full planet. Yeah, we've possible. only seen get the we've only seen Gallifrey, like the city mm-hmm. and other parts surrounding it. But that's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That's it, man. That's it. Anyway, uh, he wants to uh, join the police force to make a difference. This yeah, is where so- we see the and at that point, um, very interesting that uh, this is when I kind of started to notice that no one around him is aging. Right. Dad isn't aging. Mom isn't aging. Police chief. Not aging. Chief now. Not aging. Now, there are other characters. Yes. Around. But these three closest to him. Not aging. Not aging. Granted, at the end, when he retires, we see two other people that we had not seen before. Right. And it totally looks like it's, I don't know. Maybe early 1970s. One dude's kind of got a fro. You can see a police car in the background. Yes. So, I mean, I if if we're going to, like, run with the idea that, okay, this is Earth. This is Ireland. Whatever. Yeah. I would say that this span of time was probably, like, 1920s, 1930s, maybe even, maybe even early 20s through... Let's say 1970. Right. I will also say that when they are going to the police station uh, mm-hmm. for him to, you know, I guess do his job interview or whatever. Yeah. There sign is, up or whatever. Yeah. There is a sign on a building that is, I mean, it, it, it is in Dublin. They didn't bother to cover it. Oh, you literally looked this up. I, yeah, dude. I told you I fine nice. combed this episode nice except for the plane sleeping. apparently. Um nice but yeah, it's it's in it's in Ireland. I mean, we knew they were in Ireland filming, so it's just kind of like, you know, what wouldn't you have covered that? Or I don't know, whatever. You know, I don't know their budget. Think, I don't know their budget. Um, so joins the police force, wants to make a difference. The first thing we ever see of him is uh, this. Also, uh, seems very interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Chasing a man to a giant mountain overlooking the ocean. It's an it's an odd place to get chased to, but hey, you know, almost like he was led there. <laughs> you think so? I mean, Taylor, we're gonna get we're gonna get crazy. Ooh, okay. So, all right, all right, all right. thief pulls a gun on him. Uh, oddly enough, our policeman doesn't have a gun and tells him he doesn't need that. Much like somebody else that we're very familiar with, whose name might be in the title of the show. Um, Chris Chibnall. Oh, yes, no, that's the, oh, yeah. The, he is Chris. This is this is a Chris Chibnall origin story. Um, thief pulls a gun, shoots him. He falls seemingly to his death. Um, but he is fine. The and also uh, oddly enough, the police chief is right there. Strange, yeah. very strange. Yeah. Ooh, you want to know something else strange? Yes, I do. Okay. So, boom, shot. 
do we see any part of his body as he's falling that appears to be injured from a gunshot? No. No. Oh, wait. We do not. Oh, a bullet hole? Yeah. Um, uh, I might have to dispute that because I looked oh, pretty really? hard, and I feel like there is on his on his uh it would be um on the right side of the screen so it would be his left shoulder. Oh, okay. I feel like there is so you thought they doctored the hole in the in the when they put the when the doctor puts his hole through the finger and puts it up to his chest, you thought they doctored that maybe? No, honestly, I didn't even see that. Oh, okay. Uh <laughs> Um, I may have been looking away to make notes sometimes, so fair, um, fair. I may have just completely missed that. Okay, okay, so I, I take that back. I take that part back. So okay, I mean the other shot. part is way more interesting. <laughs> yes. So as he's falling, his orientation to the ocean and the beach, his head is facing the beach, his feet are facing the cliffside. Yes. When we cut to his body on the rocks there mm-hmm. not the most comfortable beaches in england and ireland i don't know what to tell you um he has rotated 180 degrees his feet are facing the ocean his head is facing the cliff how how does that happen how i ask you how does that happen how is the police chief immediately there um but also we don't know how time passes in this place taylor that also is a fair point because we potentially have i don't know three time lords around this one miracle person granted as um you know we're like why why don't they age maybe the other question is why does he age so rapidly maybe it could be something along that lines but don't you think they would be like oh my god why is our kid growing up so fast I mean, granted, we have not gotten the entire story. We have no idea what's going on. This is just me theorizing that. I mean, the ultimate theory for me is this is get the this is the uh, the beginning of the Time Lords. Um, They have found this child who they have probably um, mind wiped. We'll get to many times. Um, They are experimenting with him. Uh, he, mm-hmm. I thought it was very strange the second time around that he, um, he they showed a scene where he got sick. I mean, I thought that was weird. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I get it though. You know, kids get sick. We got we have to see this this um, family bond, uh, how they take care of that. We also need the through line of if it gets worse, I'll call the doctor. And get to there's... our other story. Yes. Um, that's a good point. That's all a good point. And I realize we are completely theorizing here. Um, um, I will also note that conversely, rather than the parents going, hey, why is our kid growing up so fast? At no point does Brendan go, hey, um, mom, dad, why do you guys still look so young? Yes, that never when comes up. Theoretically older than you. Um, and also speaking of the police chief showing up so fast, he looks pretty shocked. He does look very shocked that um, that Brendan has. Uh, I'm sure he didn't know he was shot. Um, I mean, at least in what we've seen, uh, unless it was a setup, um, you know, experimenting and stuff. But yeah, yep. he does look pretty shocked that he wakes up and he goes, "I'm fine, I'm fine," and let's go get him. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I we I feel like we know that. Rassilon was doing some experimenting. 
We'll get to wrestling. I know. Yes, he was. Yes, we will. Yes, he uh, was. So, um, ev- at this point, everybody's looking at him weird. His dad's looking at him sideways, like real hard. Mm-hmm. So I almost wonder, that's another maybe an acting choice to where I feel like up until this point, they didn't know what they had. Possibly. So Brendan. Certainly possible. And we take a long detour uh, into Cybertown. Yeah. We come back towards the end when the when the boundary opens up. Um, Brendan is retiring from the police force. No one around him has aged at all. Nope. There's some new folk in the background. They give him a clock mm-hmm. as a uh, present. They, man, his dad and the police chief say, hey, come to the back office with us. And, and, he, and he goes silently and peacefully. I don't. That I don't get. Freaking get it. Goes I silently and peacefully. That is very interesting, is it not? I think it is insanely interesting. Almost like. They may have done it before and clued him in. I I don't know. It's very interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see where this goes next week. But they say um, there's also another theory that's going around that was very interesting. But everyone has said the door, the windows are wrong. But also we don't know what time this is. And, it, you know, I people just sometimes forget that but anyway look, e- even i agree that the doors of that room look like the doors to the tardis and yes the tardis is a police box but it doesn't in terms of throwing hints to viewers it doesn't have to be an exact match no it does not so we do this we, we, shot. Are, we are smart we are smart viewers you yes. don't have to beat us over the head orphan 55 <laughs> yes Oh boy! Was that out loud? Sorry. No, it's fine. They did it. Not sorry. They know what they did. Um, they do. So we get they put the clock down in the room, which I mean, it almost seems like they need it for something. Uh, and, and do you think the time on the clock has any sort of meaning? It was what it was. It was about six minutes to six, roughly. Six minutes to six. Yeah. I don't I know. Don't know. I, yeah, just throwing that out there. I do not know. Um, I would also now want to go back and check every clock within that <laughs> place to see if it was always six minutes to six. Well, you've got some homework for this evening. Then. Oy, oy, oy. I'm, kidding. Um, I'm kidding. So we we put it. We you know we we have a chameleon arc basically. That is absolutely what it looks like. We have the beginning of what looks to be a chameleon arc. Um, they say we ha- we have to get rid of everything. I'm afraid. And then, thank you for your service. We're mm-hmm. sorry you won't remember us. Um, and then his mind is promptly wiped, and we cut immediately to Ravio. Mm. So, man, do we have a lot to talk about? Oh, the master's back, and he says everything's about to change. Yeah, well, I, I think be afraid. That's probably the most easy to understand part of this entire episode. Yes. That's um, a good I, I entrance, just, right? I loved that. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> just doing the Time Lord's work. Yeah, I, I like that doing the timeless. That needs to be a ribbon or something. It should be. Um, I feel like we are going to at least get some Lung Barrow adjacent ideas next week. Oh, we have to. I mean, Even if we don't go full Lung Barrow, I think we're at least going to get some hints of... Well, I mean, I will say... Right now, that thing Jody's in, that little tube she's in, 
of lights. Oh, 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 are we jumping ahead to the trailer? I mean, we don't have to. No, no, no. I mean, let's talk about it. But for the next time, I went straight there. The next time, I mean, she's in a tube of lights. And I mean, the only other time I've seen something that looks like a tube of lights is in the comic books with a Cyberman standing next to it, by the way. Oof. Because the Cybermen have also used the looms. Things are going to get crazy. Um, oh, that's so funny because it's not, not at all how I would imagine a loom to appear. I literally looked in my head like an actual like weaving loom. But anyway. <laughs> um, let's backtrack a second. Yes, just should, a sec. Should I... Um, so after this episode, should I hit the cloister bell? It wouldn't hurt. It's nice to hear it. All right. So I'm just going to let everybody know that... Um, and Taylor will have to timestamp this, and I really want to put this in the show notes. Okay. If you do not want to know about the picture <laughs> that Mandip Gill tweeted out or Instagrammed and then promptly deleted, uh, I would stop listening now. But just in case, we're going to hit that button. Do you remember when this was our theme song? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So after the show ended, I went, I'm going to go see what people are talking about on the Twitter because I've seen the episode. So I should be good and not be spoiled. If you can't tell, I'm very upset about this. <laughs> so I'm I'm scrolling down and I see a picture and I click on it and I go, oh, and I'm sitting next to Lauren, mind you. And I go, oh, and I open it and I look at it and then I in disgust, put my phone down, and Lauren goes, why? And I said, I just got spoiled on the finale. I just got spoiled on the finale. And I texted you immediately. Yes. And I said, after you were done with this episode, do not check the Doctor Who hashtag because you will get spoiled on next week's episode as hard as that is to believe. (laughs) Mandip Gill, with the rookiest of rookie mistakes... Like, I can't even believe this. Granted, she deleted it, but she's in the, you know, she's in the public eye. Oh, yeah. Once it's out there, it's out there. And somebody else shared it, and I saw it this morning. Yes, unfortunately, I woke up to a text message from Taylor that said, Well, good morning. I saw the picture. (laughs) So we're going to talk about this picture right now, if that's okay. I'm fine with it. So it is a picture that I assume Mandeep Gill took. We are in a a, a control room of sorts. Um, man, I'm so mad about this. Uh, Ravio is in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she is joined by uh, Koshamus. Yep. Um, and above Koshamus's head, again, if you're randomly listening to this, if you did not fast forward enough, I'm just letting you know now. Above, fast forward a little bit more. <laughs> above Koshamus's head is the GD, and that's initials for something that I will not say on this podcast. Is the GD seal of Rassilon? Yep, clear as day above his head. Now, with all due respect, we kind of figured we were headed to Gallifrey. Were you that surprised? I know we were headed to Gallifrey, and I know if, if we are headed in the direction 
because my past is catching up to me. The only mystery we have is the doctor's past, is Gallifrey's mm-hmm. past. Mm-hmm. Yes, I could have put two and two together, but Taylor, I still like to be surprised. No, I get it. And, I totally get it. But also, I mean, why are these two the ones in the room? That's kind of... They go through the boundary? Unless they knew what the boundary was the entire time. Possibly. Now, also in this room, um, there is a uh, a glowing light coming out of the floor, which we can only assume is... What do you think it is, Taylor? Um... Possibly the Eye of Harmony. Oh, oh I was going to say floor lighting, but yeah, it could be that too, I suppose. Uh, we got Galfrain riding everywhere. And uh, interesting enough, behind Koshamus, if you zoom in a little bit, we have a uh, what appears to be a Time Lord in ceremonial garb, uh, laying down, hands folded, um, reclined. Oh. Did you not see that? that? It was on my phone. It was five in the morning. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Recline. Now, it looks like a statue. Got some Gallifreyan writing in the background. Um, what do you make of this, Taylor? Um, what do you make of this what? picture? You know what would be great? If this wasn't even a scene in the thing, and she and this she was told to do this. And this was a complete bruise? Oh, Man. My God. That, That'd be brilliant. That would be the best. Can we just pretend that for the next six days? I can't. <laughs> um, I feel like th- they would have to go a long way to build this set, take this picture, tell her to release it. Um, yeah, good point. So, well, here's, here's go ahead. Well, see, I I have seen on Twitter talk of the actor who last played Rassilon being associated with this next episode. Now, who was the actor that last played Rassilon? Uh, I think Donald Sumter. And he played him in Capaldi's era, correct? Uh, yes. Donald Sumter. Yeah. There you are, Donald Sumter. Hello. Older looking fella. Older looking fella. Mm-hmm. So, man, I don't know. Yeah. There's I mean, just a lot to unpack from that image. Also, the next time on, we you know we do see a person in Gallifreyan uh, ceremonial robes, and I would yes, actually, yes, yes. I would actually they, like to go ahead. Oh, they they yes, they released a new next time today that had a lot more scenes in it, and it again you can't really pause it on your phone, which is unfortunate. No, yeah, um, and and break it down frame by frame, but I do believe. Um, that the person in the Gallifreyan robe with the the crazy headpiece, um, which has got to be just a bear to get through doorways, mm-hmm. um, he, uh, he was, was a person of color. He was. Um, also, what I was going to say is um, I would like to go back to that scene where Brendan is retiring and see if it's the same person. <gasps> John, middle name Pingle, my God. I want to go back and see if it's the same person. Um, because... If I didn't think it would make for horrible listening, I would bonk my head against the microphone right now. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, there's something you could do. I mean, uh, ultimately, we're an hour and 30 minutes into this. So my theory is uh, we this is a, this is a circle somehow 
I feel like in in trying in the Cyberman Lone Cyberman trying to go to Gallifrey, he yeah. somehow um, creates the Time Lords, or or help or helps create it in a way that he was like, uh oh, it's a living. I don't know, you know, something like that. Um, if only he actually says that. That'd be great before he explodes or something. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> but you can tell I'm getting tired. Yeah, I think um, I want to say. If we're going off that picture, mm-hmm. I want to say one of them, and I know people are saying that that actor's involved. Where did you? Are a lot of people saying that? Like, mm. I, I'm just wondering who who where that came from. I gosh, you know, I really should learn to bookmark these things so I can reference back to them. Um, I want to say it was the the Doctor Who production news. Mm. Doctor Who production news great follow i'm gonna i'll look yes. at them right now yes um a great follow i'm gonna look at it i'm looking at it right now let me see if i actually clicked a like doctor who on it. production news um although boy they did share a picture of someone who is dressed like gat but seems a bit older than gat we're not going to go there um <laughs> that's just going to get even more confusing and oh, yeah someone who is dressed <laughs> yep that, there's that picture no. I'm sorry, it was the Who Theorist, okay. uh, which is the Who Theorist on both Instagram and Twitter. Donald Sumter is credited to appear in episode 10 on IMDb, hmm, emoji, with Mandip's recent Instagram post, which looks to be back on Gallifrey. There could be some truth in this. Personally, I'd love to see Rassilon back. There's unfinished business after his exile. There is also another interesting tidbit that I forgot to mention. In the next time that they showed after this episode, mm-hmm. we see um, Sasha and Jody on top mm-hmm. of a hill. I'm looking at that picture right now with um, a a a little structure in the middle of it made of mm-hmm. stone. Mm-hmm. Um, and people said that looks pretty familiar, and went all the way back to Jody's introduction as the Doctor. That's right. And it is maybe the same exact place. It could be. I love it. It could be. Absolutely love it. Also, I would note in this picture, yes, it is a far away shot, but it appears that um, the master has lost his jacket. I'm sure that has nothing to do with anything, but whatever. Also, they have uh, Doctor Who production news has a great picture of Sasha's back Mm -hmm. in a rock quarry that's on fire. And I am, his outfit is just so good. Isn't it great? I love it. Isn't it great? Um, That's very interesting, Taylor. Mm -hmm. The uh, the picture that they showed there. I wish I could freeze frame on that guy. Now, granted, it it would be some very good disguise work because he was wearing glasses uh, in the other other place. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Lauren has also brought up, what if this is like some weird Truman Show thing that they are doing with Brendan, experiment-wise? Basically putting him in a sim? Putting him in a sim, getting him sick, shooting him, seeing what Uh, happens. I don't know, man. There are so um, many possibilities. Yep. I'm not joking. I don't remember the last time watching the show where I have literally gone, I have no idea what happens next. There's also, I mean, a lot of people, not a lot of people, I just, I don't know why I said that, just, it's late, as we said. Um, yes, it is. Like I said, the loop 
to be closed. What if, um, I don't even know how this would work. So we know that uh, Time Lords created their, their um, were created by the three. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also, if Omega shows up in this next episode, oh as in um, he is one of the people we've already seen, but he is um, revealed to be. He is, re- he is exiled and forced to wear the mask somehow oh God. like it is I, like like it's man in the iron mask like it's it's forged to his person so even if he does regenerate he still, still has it on yeah i would wet myself from excitement um i think that would be cool if it was revealed that one of the people we have met is actually omega and then also one of them being rassilon would be interesting mm-hmm the other is always, you know, I think there's also the theory that Brendan is the doctor. I don't know how that would happen. I, yeah, I don't know. I, um, I don't know how that would happen. My gut doesn't sit well with that. Yeah. I mean, if they put, pu- they pull it off well, I mean, it just depends on, we didn't see anything regeneration wise. I mean, he mm-hmm. can't die seemingly um, and they don't age. So I wonder if they're like, well, we don't age very much, but he can't die. Let's see if we can create something out of that. And then this is how we get regeneration, maybe. So it's the hybrid? It's a hybrid. I don't know. I don't know. There's just so many things. Like, I I drove Lauren to a um, a birthday party last, last night, and it took mm-hmm. us, I think, about 40 minutes to get there, and we just talked about Doctor Who the entire way. Nice. And then the entire way back when I went and picked her up. Nice. Um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, to our audience who has sat here for a very long time and listened to us theorize, uh, thank you very much. Also, if you have any theories that we have not presented, we would love to hear them unless oh, they yeah, are Graham please. is the doctor. Uh, we don't want to hear that theory. <laughs> I was so mad when I saw that. Yeah, I was like, yeah. why would you even bring like that would just undo everything. Mm-hmm. It makes it would make no sense. No, it, it would make the worst kind of sense. But we welcome all other theories. <laughs> um, and, and other than that, I think I think really all we can do at this point, other than continue theorizing, which we will not force everyone to listen to six more days worth of theorizing, is just wait until next week. Wait until next week. It's going to be hard, people. I know. I'm like, after I saw that picture that we had previously talked about, I was like, F it, just show me everything. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I felt like, I, I'm like, man, and I wonder how big of a part that is, if any. But it just it's... made me so sad because I was mm-hmm. like, come on, Nandip, let's get it together. So sad. Made me very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So do we have anything else we want to, is there any other bonkers theory you want to throw out randomly before we? Bonk, bonkers theory? I feel no, like we've done them all. So. I, I'm cross-eyed with them. I guess um, let's, let's uh, predictions. Do you think this is any of the companions last episode, this next episode? Um, You know, I, I, I still have a gut feeling that Ryan will depart. Ryan's going to leave. Do you think Ryan yeah. and Yaz will leave and it'll just be Jody I, boy, and Bradley? I I think it's possible. I don't know. I can't put uh, my finger on how probable. Because I feel like depending on how the departure of those two go, if it does happen, 
would mm-hmm. depend on what Bradley Walsh. I, I'm sorry, at the the character of Graham does, mm-hmm. because if Ryan, God, I hope this does not happen. If Ryan dies, he's out. Yeah, completely. I couldn't yeah. see it. maybe like or maybe he's just like I don't have anything left. This is all I have. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um, when Yaz eventually turns on everyone and goes with the master. Um, so... <laughs> God, if that actually happens, dude, I, I'm 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 going to be speechless. And... I, <laughs> I wish he had said, where's Yaz? <laughs> <laughs> and then pressed a button and activated her or something. I don't know. God. I have no idea. Oh my! Very interesting. But anyway, I don't. I don't think it'll be anybody's last episode. Um, I think. I think the mystery around what is actually happening will be shocking enough, and we don't need anybody to leave or get killed. Mm-hmm. Please Fair. don't. Ki- please, Chibs, don't kill any companions. I know. Just, just, just let them go. I don't need that anymore. And uh-huh. can we? Can we not have anyone be converted into a Cyberman again? We don't need that. That right. would be the third companion in a row. Yeah. I think, right? Pretty much. I mean, Danny Pink. Yeah. He was technically a companion. Anyway. All right. So next time, the timeless children, not child. There are many of them. Uh, it's starring Jody Whitaker as the doctor. Mandip Gill as Yaz. Tosin Cole as Ryan. Bradley Walsh as Graham. It was written by The Chibs and is directed by Jamie Stone. Um, we didn't do behind the couch scale. Should we do it? <laughs> I'm sure. Which button is it? There it is. Gathering close, it's time for the behind the couch scale. <laughs> Going for the world record here, Taylor. Everything's gone timey-wimey at this point. Um, you know, the, the episode was tense. Um, I don't know that it was necessarily terrifying, um, but... It would definitely confuse the kids had they not at least seen a bit before this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know this this is a this is a story that needs context around it. You can't just watch this out of nowhere. Have this be like a first episode and be like, oh yeah, of course I, I get it. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, I understand everything that's happening. Could it, you imagine if somebody to make did that? The least amount of sense to anything they're gonna be like why am i watching all creatures great and small and why am i watching doctor who in the same story <laughs> like what is this oh my goodness um no this this is something where it's like yes watch it but here let's let's go through and watch the whole season yeah. this is this is part of the arc this is part of the progression don't watch it out of context absolutely all right everybody so you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at Blue Box UFO. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify and SoundCloud, all of those places. Just search Podcastica, rate and review us as well. But if you're headed over to SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the NOTLG is the place to go. Uh, notlg.spreadshirt.com buy one of our podcastica shirts we have a a great design which will uh, stand the test of time we have a couple of them but one of them is the future of uh, time and space oh my goodness I can't even remember future time and space is female goodness gracious everybody and we have our little cartoony one which is great as well and we have some other shirts 
they're all great. And, you should go get them. And who knows? We might come up with more ideas too. That Duggan one, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start to figure out okay. if we can find someone to commission. Because oh my goodness, I would, would own yeah, that yep. on everything. Yep, I would want a sticker of it. Oh, sticker would be oh, those would be good stickers. Anyway, okay, uh, patreon.com slash the NOTLG. If you want to help keep this train a moving right along, if and you do not want to buy a t-shirt, but you do want to support us monetarily, that is the place to go to. Uh, we thank everyone who donates to the cause. And, Taylor, I think that's it. So, yeah. everybody, uh, stay strong. Uh, if you see a picture in your timeline that has two people in it and the and it is a orange and yellow looking picture. Skip right over it if you do not want to know anything. That is my final warning. There you go. To everyone. I was on a mission last night when people were messaging me. I'm like, if it's this color, don't look at it. If it has this many people in it, don't look at it. Just scroll past it. And Lauren actually scrolled past it this this morning. Wow. I was like, oh, geez. Anyway, guys. Join us again next time. The Timeless Children. We are getting hyped, staying hyped, and we will talk to you guys next week. See ya. See ya. Ian McElhenney? Mickel. Mickelhenney. 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 Okay. Ian McElhenney. Ian McElhenney? Ian Mm McElhenney.